one and all to episode number 60 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. Yeah! My name is Patrick Rahal. I am Patsy the Angry Nerd. Joining me, as always, is the Ironborn Lady of Comic-Cons, fresh off her stint at Boston Comic-Con, where she was arrested. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't even want to know what she was arrested for. And Benedict Cumberbatch was not there. I was going to say, who was there? Carl Urban. Yeah, see? Her arrest record got out, and Pee Wee Herman was like, damn, that shit was fucked up. Not Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) So, who the hell is that in the background? (laughs) So, is there a car going by? Is somebody (laughs) driving and Skyping? Isn't that illegal? Sorry, guys. Calling from the road. I'm by a street. Ah. (laughs) Wait, why are you on a street? Hmm? So, the, I can't get in my car and drive though. <laughs> All right, well that's good. So we have the the Ironborn Lady of Comic Cons, fresh off being arrested, Agent Nicole. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. We are also joined by my partner in crime, my co-host on the podcast, and my co-host in life. Aww. She is the mistress of Merlot. She is the luscious lush of the Grand Guignol Network. She is Ashes Von Nightmare. Hello, darling. Hello, Pickle. How Merlot can you go? <laughs> very Merlot. Very. I'm, I'm very oh. Merlot right now, actually. I have <laughs> no Merlot. Great. We are also joined by the man with the velvet voice, the man with the bootylicious tramp stamp. <laughs> he is... <laughs> Johnny Wolfenstein. Yeah, I, I think we need to strike that one from the record. I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Listen, this is, awesome. I, I don't have any That's tattoos all at all. Well, we have we have three guests this week, and you've heard a little bit of uh, chatter in the background. So let me go ahead and introduce these folks formally. Making his third appearance on the show is the what the hell did I wrote? Ah, the host of both Atomic Age oh Media as well as the Cabal Corner podcast. Can you not read your chicken shit? No, I can't read my chicken scratch. No, I can't. He is Jeremy McFarlane. Welcome, Jeremy McFarlane. <laughs> Thanks. We do and what? Nice. <laughs> also joining us, he is one of the two most popular Jeremys on the Cabal Corner podcast. He is the best pool-cleaning artist you will ever meet. He is the basis for the Old Man Logan comic storyline. He is made of love, light, and just a sprinkle of darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, Slagoth! Hey, what's up, everyone? This is amazing, and uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, my God. This is an honor. I can't believe it's taken so long for you to get on the show. Perfect perfect subject. Yes. Well, we had to find the right subject for you. And Mm. making... Uh, similarly making his debut on the show. He is the host of the Dark Tower Radio podcast. He knows more about the expanded world of Stephen King than you know about any one specific member of your family. He's the only one to call the man in black Wally to his face. He is Mr. Jeremy Lloyd. Woo! Yeah! Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm honored to be here. Hey, thanks for coming on. I lots, mean, uh, lots of cool introductions. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. we were looking for some people who knew some shit about Roland and, and the yeah, Dark Tower. Definitely. So uh, I figure somebody with a Dark Tower radio podcast probably knows a thing or two. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, so, I know a little bit about a little bit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
Did you know it was written by Stephen King? <laughs> oh my god, really? Oh. Didn't that guy do like Shawshank? <laughs> Uh, I thought it was Richard Bachman. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was. There is some Bachman in there for sure. There is. Definitely. <laughs> that first book. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, uh, for uh, two-thirds of the Jeremys, you guys are familiar with uh, how the show goes because uh, you've led, left feedback. You've... Uh, uh, J-Mac, you've been on. So that's how I'm going to distinguish you guys. So it's going to be J-Mac, Slagoth, and uh, Mr. Lloyd. Is that, Mr. Is that cool Lloyd. everybody? That's a little shining. <laughs> that's a little shining reference, I think, Lloyd. I think you might. Oh, oh I, I figured yeah. you might like that. Yes, I like uh, it. Well, so, cool. what we like to do is uh, we like to ask our first-time guests, you know, a couple of questions, so we can uh, kind of get to know them a little better. So, uh, because we're talking about Roland this week, uh, one of the questions I had was. If you could pick anyone, and this is for uh, uh, both Slagoth and Mr. Lloyd, if you could have chosen anyone uh, to portray Roland on the big screen, who would you have chosen? Mr. Lloyd, why don't you go first? Uh, one of my top picks for Roland uh, has always been Thomas Jane. Um, I was waving the flag for him back, you know, long time ago when there was talks about a movie. Um, I've just always been a big fan of his. He's obviously a big King fan, and uh, I thought he played an excellent Frank Castle in The Punisher. So he was always my uh, top pick for Roland when we would do, like, little casting threads on Dark Tower groups and stuff. Nice. How about you then, Mr. Slagoth? What do we got? All right, here's the deal. Um, for me, when I was, re- you know, because I was reading this thing when it came out, the first time it was mainstreamed, it was like 88. So I was like 13, 14. I think I was 14 when I read that first book. And I, I was picturing, because of course, you know, he, you know, he suggests no way, um, and evokes Clint Eastwood. No and uh, that, of course, that was there. But for me, it was like Scott Glenn. Yeah, that's me too, Ooh, buddy. That's that's a good you know, one. Yeah, I mean, like I watched him in The Keep, and you see him in like even Urban Cowboy. Like I grew up with those movies, and and I would just he was so like just cold and blue. His eyes are so blue and so like ice blue, and I was like Bombardier's eyes. He, yeah, uh, Bombardier's yeah. eyes. My, like like my son has those eyes, those colors, you know. And it, it was that's what yeah. I would see, like mm-hmm. you know, it was it was it was Scott Glenn, and uh, early on, you know, I, yeah. I kind of envisioned yeah. well, that somebody agrees. But then, with it, you. but then it was like, <laughs> oh, it's oh I, 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 I think Scott Glenn is perfect. Yeah, but like then it was like like I like I would I dreamed of Roland, like I had a dream, and I've never forgotten it. And he came, you know, to me, and he was like more of like a Spaniard. With like this leather, just leather tan skin, with these fucking piercing blue eyes, and it, it was like no one I, I've never, you know, maybe my grandfather or something. I don't know, but it, that's what I always envisioned of the character, you know. So there you go. See, exactly. Yeah. See exactly. See for me, <laughs> I would have said I would have said uh, you know 1970s Clint Eastwood. I mean, that's, oh, of course. That's I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So King saw the good, the bad, and the ugly on the screen, and was like, "If I could do this with a Lord of the Rings flavor, yeah, 
I, I have something here, and he was 19. 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is very cool. So, anyway, there you mm-hmm. go. All right, so next question. What is your favorite snack while creating art? Whether it's, you know, doing stuff for the podcast, maybe writing, you know, writing short stories or, you know, whatever you guys happen to do creatively. Uh, what's your favorite snack? Uh, Slagoth, we'll start with you this time. Uh, beer. Uh, really good beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I know everyone thinks I'm this major pothead, but, you know, I'm not. I, I'm a modest. Occasionally some sort of marijuana or cannabis is what they call it now. Uh, enhancement. That, that's my snack. So, like, moderate to severe? Like, when they talk about plaque psoriasis on those uh it, it, No, those it usually gets... It becomes severe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I wake up and... Uh, I go, what did I just do here? This is garbage. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Lloyd? Oh, uh, I got a similar answer, but a little twist on it. I actually, I have a homemade beer cheese recipe, and I love eating that with pretzels. Nice. That's my favorite Wow. That sounds delicious, <laughs> man. Dude. What is that? All right. Um, you got to post that recipe. <laughs> Uh, so, next question. This is going to be random. and because uh, uh, Mr. Lloyd, I don't know how old you are, but I know uh, Mr. Mr. Slagoth is a little bit, uh, little bit long in the tooth. So, who is I'm your, a creeper. Who is your first celebrity crush? <laughs> oh, man. Who is your first celebrity crush? Oh, my first celebrity crush. Uh, oh, man. Um, I would have to go... Probably Jessica Alba. Um, oh, so you're, you're young. I saw her. Saw her in Sin City. Uh, that oh. was that was it for me. Oh my God, is <laughs> he younger than me? You you yeah, sound like yes. you must be a young dude, there, Mister Lloyd. <laughs> uh, I'm a little on the young side, but not too young. No, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, Slagoth's gonna throw out like you know Greta Garbo or something. Hey, oh. Jessica oh. Tan. Hey, don't don't diss on Greta Garbo. I'm not. I'm saying Greta that he's old. Super hot today, dude. Don't diss on her. Right, Nicole. It's gonna be like Andy Greta Dufresne Garbo. with all these different posters hanging up. I like when she tosses her head back and shit. <laughs> so who was it, Dan Slagov? Your first celebrity crush? Oh my god, it had to be Leah Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Le- Le- Leah yeah. Thompson fucked me up. She fucking. Totally fucking. <laughs> now wait, are we are we talking are we talking uh, Red Dawn, Leah Thompson? Uh, Howard the Duck, Leah Thompson. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, fuck me up. Now for Socks. me, for me, it was yes. Punky Brewster, and, and, and then it was Back to the Future, and she was like way too creepily hitting on her own son, and well, she didn't know it was her on. kid. I was in the theater. I was ten. I was like, oh my god, that's her. It's her. It's her again. And then I saw. What was it? The uh, what was the what was the movie she did with Eric Stoltz uh, and uh, oh my god, uh, the Wonderful Life or something like that? It was called. It was a really good film. But she she blew me away. She that was it. That she was my crush. Wolfie, what's it? What is it? Uh, oh, you know, <laughs> I had it in my head. And, uh, something wonderful or uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Some kind of wonderful. some kind of wonderful. Thank you. Some kind of wonderful. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Anytime I think Eric Stoltz, I only think of two things: Pulp Fiction and Mask. So, and I knew she wasn't in and either the of those. And the sun was shining on my face. <laughs> These things are a drag. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> We're going to have to do a Rocky Dennis episode someday. Oh, You're going to have to. Star is here. All right, uh, next question. Uh, we'll start with uh, Slagoth. Slagoth, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars, I'm sorry. Mr. Lloyd? Uh, I prefer my Star's War style, so Star Wars. Nice, nice. And uh, final question for this uh, opening segment, uh, in a similar vein, Batman or Superman? Oh, go ahead, Mr. Lloyd. Uh, that's that's easy. It's Batman. It's always Batman. The answer is always Batman. Slagoth? Mother, motherfucking Batman. That's right. <laughs> Batman wins. Batman always wins. Batman would beat lung cancer with a carton of cigarettes. That's it. Quacky John Constantine did that one. But. Well, yeah. That's- <laughs> Patrick, that was great. Excellent. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. I had, I had, I had that a couple more. I had a couple more, but uh, I actually decided to save those for our main discussion because they were uh, based on on the film. So, uh, I think what we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick break, yes. and then we're going to come back and we are going to dissect the shit out of the character of Roland Deshane, he of the line of Eld. So uh, we will catch you in just a moment. Hello, this is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, but you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. Slagoth has brought us back from break. (laughs) You guys sound like you're having a hell of a time during those break periods. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't even know what you're talking about. Football corner's leaking in, man. It's fucking leaking in. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right, so we are here today. We are all joined. This quartet of Jeremy's has joined us. To speak about the character of Roland Deshane, and as uh, we've all seen the film, uh, with the exception of Agent Nicole, uh, we know that 
there is a massive discrepancy between the character of Roland in the books and Roland in the film. And there's a few things that I wanted to talk about when it comes to this, and I'm glad you guys are here with me to talk about this because, uh, uh, you know, we need all, all sorts of uh, points of view. We've got, you know, the four of us who have extensive knowledge of the gunslinger and, and his escapades. And then we have uh, Agent Nicole and Ashes here who are newcomers to uh, the world of Roland. So we'll start off. Uh, we have a couple of questions that I want to start off with. But first, I'd like to get everybody's uh, background on, uh, on the Dark Tower. So, uh, Mr. Lloyd, as uh, you have a podcast dedicated to uh, the Dark Tower series, why don't you give us a little bit of background about you know, when you got into uh, Roland's world and uh, what kind of drew you in and kept you there and made you want to do a show about it? Uh, it was basically about, uh, I'd say probably about four or five years ago. Uh, I used to work the night shift with uh, a good buddy of mine. And, um, you know, when you work the night shift, you know, you uh, usually by yourself at night, you know, not many people around. So we would just always have random conversations. And uh, for some reason, one night we got started on Stephen King and I found out he was a huge, huge Stephen King fan. That I didn't I didn't even know that about him. And uh he started talking about it, and uh, he had mentioned the Dark Tower series, and I said, well, I, I said, I remember seeing the Gunslinger book when I used to go to bookstores and, you know, look at Stephen King stuff. I mean, I was a King fan, but I was more of a King fan, you know, through the movies and TV adaptations, things like that, and uh, so I, 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 perfectly honest, didn't know anything about the Dark Tower series. I was one of those King fans that never really got into it, and uh, he started talking to me about the Stephen King connected universe uh, and it really piqued my interest because I was a big comic book fan so obviously I love the multiverse stuff with DC and Marvel and stuff like that and uh, he started you know telling me all this stuff all these connections and things like that and it just it just I just became obsessed with it and um, I decided to read the series and I started reading the series and uh, not long after that I got on social media and uh, one of the first things I did was I joined a bunch of Dark Tower groups and uh, as I was on the journey for the first time I made a lot of great friends uh, in the Dark Tower community and uh, I've just been I've just been obsessed with it ever since then and uh, obviously now I have a podcast dedicated to the Stephen King connected universe and you know we explore you know things through the Dark Tower series and uh, his other works and how it ties into it and just all that cool stuff. And that's kind of a short history of it. Excellent. Uh, Slagoth, how about you, buddy? Oh, my God. Um, okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is like 1988, right? And uh, I, it was a gift. I, I got the, the, uh, the first plum soft... Uh, soft trade paperback edition with the artwork by Michael Whelan. And it drew me in. That was it. I was like, what is this? And I was like, right on right on the end of 13 going into 14. It's, it had to be that because I just remember um, reading that book and it blowing my mind. And then like, I'm going to straight up confess right here because it doesn't matter, you know. I, I fucking walked into like a, it was like a, it was like a Walden's book, right? 
Oh, and they had the audio edition. They had the audio edition. Yeah, I just brought up. I just fucking flashbacked. <laughs> Walked in. I, I saw the audio edition read by the author because it was a bit. It was like a big standee, and they had all the tapes. And I said, I grabbed one of them and I just walked around the store. I went into the back and put that shit in my back pocket and walked out. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Confessions of the hey, gunslinger. Hey, you're um, well past the statute of limitations. <laughs> I, yes, I, I had read that. I don't think anybody oh from God, Walden is gonna is gonna track you down. <laughs> I ended up working in the very same mall as a security guard years later. It was very funny. I gotta catch it's little so assholes like me. Oh God! And I never did. I was just like, listen, guy, you know, you know knock it off. But so I I straight up went home, uh, listened to that after I had read that, and that was it. I was done. I like I was hooked. It was. It became a religion for me. That's how I fucking... And then it didn't end till I was 31, I think. Uh, so there was this whole journey. I went through the whole... I had to wait for the books. Stephen King almost died. And then uh, came out of that, you know, and fucking said, I'm going to finish the last three books. And that's that's the journey for me. I mean, I could, I could go deeper, but we don't have like three hours to go no. into that. So. <laughs> All right, J Mac, how about you, buddy? Yes. Um, uh, there was a bookstore slash uh, CD store, album store called Hastings for a while. Okay. Um, oh yeah, uh, they uh, had. I, I worked for my dad. I was doing construction, uh, doing cabinetry and stuff like that, and I was listening to a lot of audio books at the time. That had my old. Uh, well, trusty uh, Sony Walkman, and uh, walked in there, and they had the they had uh, Gunslinger, Drawing of the Three, and Wastelands all on CD. Uh, all on, they're getting rid of their they're getting rid of their audio books to rent, so they're all on sale. Oh. Wow. So I bought them, I bought all three of them, and would listen to them while I worked. And uh, I was seventeen at the time. And, Fuck uh, whistling while you work. Dark Tower one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I would listen uh, to them. I would listen to them while I worked. I would actually like have my dad check them out and stuff too. Who, who was never a big book guy, but I mean, um, but I fell in love with that world. And, and in a way, I kind of grew up like Slagoth did, waiting for those books to come out on audio CD. <laughs> and I would pick them up as they came out. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm still. I've listened to them all. I just recently listened to them all. I've listened to them again. It's the fourth time uh, I've listened to them all again, and uh, it's my basically my favorite book series of all time. I, I am very much involved in this world. I love this. I'm, I, put, I feel part of the Cotsat. I feel part of this family. I'm in the. I'm in the wheel, and uh, you know, I, I owe a lot to Stephen King because you know he was the guy who got got me uh, sort of start writing. So I started putting into you know. Putting a lot of description into my work, into my story, and stuff like that. And I even had a character called the uh, Mountain Man, who was kind of like the gunslinger. And uh, yeah, this is a this is a very um, important series to me, and these characters are very important to me. Yeah, I agree. Now, Agent Nicole, you have probably the least exposure uh, out of anybody. Why don't you uh, give us your? 
I think Nicole's gotten up to uh, the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the most important line in the entire fucking thing. Agreed. That's it. I was like five pages in and I was kind of tipsy, so I didn't get to go on from there. So I have, I really haven't had a chance to dedicate time to the Dark Tower series. Um so I'm really sorry. Well, what, are, what are your early impressions? Take your time and absor- <laughs> just absorb it. That's yeah, they're not going saying. anywhere. I, well, no, I understand that. I just I feel bad that I haven't had a chance to really dedicate a, a good portion to it. But um, the end will blow your fucking mind. I've That's heard I've heard that part. I heard that people got upset over the end as well. A little bit. Um, yeah, whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> um. I think the first time I've been told about Dark Towers and all that is the trailer that came out from the film for the film, and wow. the lead actor uh, Idris Elba. Yes, I am a huge Luther fan, so for me, I was intrigued, and it looks aesthetically looks beautiful, and um, yeah, that's. The only exposure, and I feel really bad. No, it's fine. It's I, I, fine. Lo- I love it. I love that you're just now. I, I get very excited when, you know, people are like, you never seen that? I'm like, fuck you. When <laughs> Where are you when I need you to tell people shit that, that like, I've known about for years? I get very excited about that, and I think it's, it's never, awesome. like, too late or any of that. No. Like, this is no. very cool, uh, Nicole. And savor it because it ends, and that's. I will tell you when it ends. It, uh, it, it, it you're is sad. You're sad. Yeah, it ends. Yeah, and that's all I can say to you. But so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 I do no, this no, no don't be ever sorry. I, I, I'm excited for you, darling. That's oh, all. I'm thanks. Saying. I'm I really, I'm really excited. I and now we growing, can track your progress. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, no, I just I haven't had the chance to really get exposed more into Stephen King's work. You know, obviously there's a, like, it and um, Christine. Don't worry about any of that. Everyone's like, you should read this connection and that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Just read the books of The Dark Tower mm-hmm. and then if you and feel like you feel it. to go back and, and like, that's really cool to discover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you know? So there's yeah. so much to savor and discover. No, I'm... More than, like, Tolkien ever fucking could imagine. Yeah, no, this guy, I just yeah, I fucking would... elves. <laughs> hey, I love hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. No. hey, Eddie D. Eddie D. Bring on those wise fucking elves. I Fuck just... yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. I just feel I'm so like laid on the Stephen King train. So like, it's fine. I I know like a lot of people are very welcoming in, into your little community, but I'm really I am really excited to dive into the books and learn about why this character this this um, protagonist is such a huge influence in so many so many people's lives you, you will love it get the, com- get the comics yeah. dig in get the collection comics like well, just absorb it all and just have fun with it man well, That's Nicole, okay. the way I would equate it is you know when you find out somebody's watching like for you like when you were to find out somebody's watching Game of Thrones for the first time you're like oh did you get to this part yes. yet did you get to that part yet oh did you see this <laughs> pretty yet? much yeah 
So, Ashes, how about you? What was your first exposure? Oh, Ashes, this is I gotta hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I was, amazing. I'm just telling you, I'm sorry. You know. Oh, well, thank you. You are too. Um, yeah. When I was, I want to say like either 11 or 12 years old. Uh, it was summer. I became obsessed with Stephen King. I wanted to yeah. read everything and anything Stephen King. Like, I read Misery. I read The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. I tried to read it, but my dad ripped it out of my hands, and he was like, yeah, you're not reading that. <laughs> he's like, this is where, he's like, this is where, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like, this is where I draw the line. Um, so I knew of The Dark Tower, but like the series but it didn't really interest me at the time because I was very much just enthralled with Stephen King's horror stuff Um, flash forward about 11 years or so I met this guy and he was alright but he (laughs) was I'm talking about Patsy in case anybody didn't pick up on that Um, (laughs) wait who? (laughs) yeah your husband. <laughs> um, so I met this guy, and one of the things that we were talking about was our love of music and horror and books, and we started talking about our love for Stephen King and how I hadn't read any Stephen King in a while, and he was like, have you read the Dark Tower series? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, it's one of my favorite series of books. It has some of my favorite characters in it. And this was, what, about like eight years ago at this point? So Almost I've right. known of it, and I've known about these characters, and I've known um, some of the story because, you know, he'll see things that, oh, this reminds me of the Dark Tower when, you know, Roland does this or this happens or this character does this. And so Stranger I, Things. Yeah. The Dark Tower connection. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Agreed. <laughs> so, um, this season, season two looks a lot more like Dark Tower. It's all Dark Tower. It doesn't matter. Everything's <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so finally to, to when... um. Tower. When I when I heard that this uh, series was being made into a movie, I was I was very intrigued. Of course, Patrick was really excited, like so. And I'm sure like you guys were as well. Like kind of like hesitant, but at the same time really excited. Seeing what are they going to do? How are they going to portray this on the screen? Who are they going to cast? Mm. And as it came closer and closer and closer, he just got more and more excited. And like uh, if you're a spouse. Like nothing makes you happier than seeing like your your spouse, your loved one, like excited about something. And he's so Agreed. like Patrick is so passionate about the Dark Tower mm-hmm. and this series of books. Like he's read it like four or five times, like the entire series all the way through, including a lot of the companion pieces. So like yeah. he was just so excited. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. So I'm oh, about what wonderful. a third of the I'm way. My a third of the way through the Dark Tower. With me. No. no, no, she didn't care. We, uh, yeah, I've been. So I've he's actually, been reading it to me. Yeah, we're about a third of the way through the first book, so I'm I'm slowly getting uh, there. He we just did, just left. He left Tall. tall. So that uh, whole the Tall yeah. massacre and stuff that nice. happened. Killed um, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty-eight people. Yeah, he, he killed everyone that that, that was coming <laughs> at him. He's like, I'm going to kill. Forty. Forty-eight. And he, and he people, went. 48. He went on like remote control. You're all dead. Fuck you. I have to live. Yeah. The, the smelling of the the smelling of the cooking of the thumbs and the forefinger. Yep. While he's reloading yes. is. I know. I just yeah. the description that is given as he's reloading his gun is just like it's almost like 
an aphrodisiac. I'm like, I want to read more. Yeah. Like I yeah. have to, I have to know what happens. Screaming, I have remember? to read more. Try you tree. Oh, he didn't know he was Jesus. screaming. He didn't know he was screaming the whole time. But he, he was just yeah. blasting these people. You know, how about uh, Sylvia Pittston, right? Oh, oh. Cross, cross and he fucking blew her crosses to reeds and uh, like put two into the woman's head. <laughs> she accordioned yep. to herself. Yep. So oh, my, so that's where, so that's where I'm at. We went to see the movie, and you know, I'm sure we'll talk about yeah, we'll, that. We'll get into it. A little gets, yes, I'm but, sorry, guys. I, I, but yeah, no, 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 no that's no, okay. That's okay. I'm very excited. I'm very, I'm very like that turns me on. That's like, oh my god, you're, you're <laughs> he's rigid right now. <laughs> like, oh, you know, like, I, uh, I can, I, I, I I'm see. Dundee, you right now, dude. I'm just saying, it's very cool. So I've for me, right, uh, for me, like, um, it took me a while. Like, I had been reading Stephen King stuff. Like, unlike her, uh, my parents never took books away from me. So I read it when I was, like, 11 or 12. Actually, no, that's not true. I had one book taken away from me. Uh, the only book that was ever taken that my dad was like, you can't read this yet. I was 16, and he took away Helter Skelter. So oh, Understandable. Yeah. So that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, but, Real assholes. But apparently... Uh, Ka was working with me um, when I first got introduced to this because I didn't even know. I was at a yard sale and I picked up a book. I was like, oh, how much is this? I'm like, oh, this says 50 cents. I'm like, wow, Stephen King, 50 cents. And then the the kid who was there was like, yeah, it's a dollar. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> but I still gave him a dollar because it was a Stephen King book. I'm like, oh, this is really this is really good. And I picked up a couple of I picked up uh, The Regulators and um, hey. uh, Desperation. Hardcover for fifty cents each. Yeah, red desperation. Pick those. I was like, all right, cool, nice. You know, I got these. So I'm sitting there, and I got I got into this really late. I had read a bunch of his stuff, and I like you guys. I kept hearing a lot about the Dark Tower, so I start reading it. I'm like, oh, this is great. So I really got into it. Started reading uh, um, the Wastelands, and I'm all Uh, I'm almost done. I get to the end, and. The last line is, let the contest begin. And I'm like, uh. the fuck? It's like two in the morning. And I'm like, there's no way I can get to a bookstore. I have to know what happens next. And then it hits me. Because I was in like my mid-20s at this point. I'm like 24, 25. And I'm like, shit. Well, how many books were out, how many books were out at, at that point in your life? At that point, all, all of them. Perfect. All of them. Oh, you so this Because this is like 2005. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, shit. I'm like, Wizard in Glass, why does that sound familiar? Then all of a sudden it clicked. The fucking book that I had bought years ago at a yard sale, I had looked at a dozen times. Now the police are after me. The gunslingers are coming. Oh, shit. I'm sitting there. I asked you outside, dude. That's amazing. So I'm like... I'm fucking up the whole show. I I just love that. The low men are coming for you. Oh, man, I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what? I'm like, shit, I got to read this. And I'm like, shit, Wizard in Glass, Wizard in Glass. Fuck, I have this book somewhere in, like, a fucking milk crate in my closet. So I'm ripping my closet apart. Had it. Like, you had and it I already. had it, and I had bought it years ago. That was the fucking book that the kid charged me a dollar for. And I'm like, I, I had gone to read it a bunch of times, and I was like, I picked it up, I looked at it, and I was just like, 
eh, and I put it down and read something else. So for years, Carr was working with me. So finally, I, I picked it up, and I read through the entire Blaine confrontation. Yeah, so that was God. that was me. Nice. That's good too. Eddie Dean, I will just say this without spoiling. Amazing. Don't ask him silly questions. Oh, it will yeah. not play silly games. <laughs> did anybody else just uh, on the offhand? Did anybody else pick up Charlie the Choo Choo, the 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 children's book? I, uh, I, act- I actually just no. received it in the mail a few weeks ago. I did too. I oh, picked. It was shit. like seven dollars on Amazon. Yeah, I actually wow. got it. I got it with the uh, Art of the Dark Tower book. It was like oh, a nice. package deal. So oh, I didn't see that. I just got the that book. Holy shit! So, so the assholes, the, the poor bastards that paid five hundred dollars for the uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, yeah, but that's like signed and shit. Mine's not signed. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, ah, shit. Could have picked it up for eight. Not signed. All right, so let's Brutal. let's get into some of these questions because uh, I right, I know this is what uh, this is what we really wanted. First, I'm going to do a quick question. This is just a yes or no around around the uh, well for you folks because these guys don't know who it is. Do you want to see Oi in any of the upcoming movies or yes. TV adaptations? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, J Man, yes, yes. Right. yes, and Mr. Lloyd. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, I'm with you guys on that. I fucking love. I like the little reference to him in the movie too. I like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's, yep. that's my favorite Easter egg right there. Is that the raccoon? Guy? The raccoon thing. Yeah. Okay, the raccoon guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave her a little bit of background on who Oi is. Uh, I'm gonna send you a little. Cool so your animal still speaking? Like villain. What do you mean still speak? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Um, huh? Now, this is a question I had for, for Ashes because when we, when we left the, the theater, um, oh, wow. do you think that the Easter eggs were too much of, like, beating people over the head, or do you think that they were subtle enough that casual fans might not get all of them? Like, you know, the, the kids at the beginning, like the two twin girls, ta- you know, Come play with us, you know, and obviously <laughs> notice that the, the fucking uh, yeah, at the yeah, very very beginning. That That's great. I didn't um, fucking know that. That's awesome. I, I, yeah, I didn't get that one either. Yeah. Uh, There's so many. How about the earthquake when he's in the psychiatrist's office and he, the the picture falls and it's the fucking Overlook Hotel? Yeah, I got I got that. Loved one. it. Loved um, it. Loved it. How about uh, Cujo? Obviously, yeah. They were yeah. playing with Christine. Yeah, the kids playing yep, with Christine. Christine. Um, yeah, jo- Joanna got that one. Yeah, I mean, some of the, a little bit of those were kind of like the Pennywise part. Yeah, the Pennywise our, our, our guys. Guys, here's the thing: this, the like the the blatant Stephen King references. Yeah, I was like, all right, whatever, I get it, whatever. But if you're a casual fan, you know, but and this is what I'm asking: power, like, if you're a casual fan, references. Yeah, yeah, this, that's what I was blown away by. Like the fourteen oh eight. That's cute. That's cute. The, the tech corporation car. stuff. The tech corporation. Yeah, the tech corporation at the very beginning. Yeah. Or Sombra. Oh Sombra being on the the van. I didn't yeah. notice that to second viewing. Jeremy, uh, Mr. Lloyd, as it were. <laughs> what did you think, straight up, about the Dark Tower references that were totally wink wink? To the fans of that shit, what did you think, man? 
Well, I have you to look see, at. I, you see I that have three times. I have to. Uh, well, after my third time, it, I'm, I'm going to give you my answer in two different ways. Uh, as a fan, I loved every Easter egg, every nod, even if it was shoved in our face. I, I yeah. loved it all. As a casual movie fan, I thought some of it was a little bit overkill. I think they could have dialed it back a little bit. Um, yes. And some of it, I think, and we talked about this on my show, uh, Slag Off, you know. I think, oh, some yeah. of it, I think some of it was just like kind of this last-ditch effort for marketing to kind of drum up the movie a little more. And maybe, right. I, I wonder if some of those Easter eggs were like added in. Like and during the right. Yeah, like those reshoots uh, that we heard about. That's, that's very possible, um, yeah. But as, as a fan, I loved every minute. I loved them all. Uh, I, yeah. Everything about it. But as a, a casual movie fan, some of it was a little bit, uh, I don't know how you said it, kind of like in your face a little bit too much. Beating like, you over the head with it. Yeah, beating it, you over the head. It was cute. It was cute. That's what I say. That's yeah. cute. Like all that but was missing dog, was like a little blonde girl power? starting a fire in an alley. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I never uh, thought it was. I never thought it was uh, beating over your head stuff. I think, I, I, like you know, like Jeremy says, um, well, Jeremy Lloyd, it's, um, it's it's very it's like it's casual in nature. Like it, it works. Like you know, I can jump in there and they, they you know, once he gets once to, uh, I, I don't know who I jump into spoilers just yet, but once he once Roland jumps into New York. Um, yeah, they, those uh, those things come those things come fast and furious pretty yes. quick. That's so, stuff that's um, special. But it, but it's never. I don't think it ever really beats you over the head. Really, it's, I it's, think it's pretty casual. I, I I think you know because they they talk about like how there's different worlds and multiverses. I think maybe that's kind of like a nod to yeah, all of this stuff. Like in a different world, this Saint Bernard is a vicious you know man killer. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. Like maybe yeah, that's what they were going rat, for. You got rabies. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor right. dog, you jump in one portal and you're in, you're in, you know, you're in dairy. You know, it's, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. This is a question that I, I came up with earlier today that I really think um, is is a good question that um, will provide some. This good, is going to be great. Ashes. Good conversation. Oh, she just stepped out. She had to run to the bathroom. Too much Merlot. Oh, okay. so I, she'll I be right you. back. Um, I feel her pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that the casting of Idris Elba will create uh, a new dynamic between him and potentially a Susanna character? Like, will they cast a white woman to keep the racial dynamic? Or will they keep her mm. black, skip the Ooh, racial wow. stuff, and create some sort of new, uh, new problem, new conflict between them? I have a theory of this, and I will shut up until you ask what you're going to ask. Go, guys. I, I do not want to Step over toes on this. Go ahead. Mrs. Lloyd, I think you should go first. Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, Well, my theory on this is I hope that they keep the Susanna character um, the way she was in the book. Uh, my theory, the way they or the way I would do it or approach it is, you know, have Susanna, Detto, Detto, you know, come come into Roland's world and be the way she was in the book, you know, with all the yes. the, the racist, you know, racism yes. and stuff in her. I agree. And um, here's mm-hmm. the here's the twist on it, though, you know, with yes. obviously we know Idris Elba is Roland. What if what if racism doesn't exist in Midworld? So all of that does- stuff is foreign to him. You know what I mean? Or the stuff that. Stuff that she's throwing at him, maybe he doesn't quite comprehend. 
I don't know. That was just something I I kind of theorized with it when people were talking about this. I, think I mean, that, I, I, no, obviously it, it it does exist in Midworld, but I always thought it would be kind of interesting that you know, what, in the book he doesn't he doesn't really get it either. Right. That's yeah, not really. Say. You know, well, it's, it's, it's more stern of a, adding. It's more. But like I think woman, it would be kind woman of woman thing. Yeah, it would be kind of a funny little twist, though, that, you know, he, he he doesn't understand any of this that she's talking about. You know, I thought that would be kind of funny. Well, she also does hallucinate quite a bit. So, like, she, yes. maybe she hallucinates him as a white man because she's just someone that's yes. trying to oppress her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's that, that, that sounds right. That sounds good. That's my theory. Okay. She's looking at Eddie. Like, if it goes this deep, I, I think it'll be different. But they have they have a plan, though. They've talked about it, but. If they go with this, which I think would be ballsy and amazing and uh, uh, against the grain all on all levels, she either looks, they either write it that, you know, he, she sees him as an Uncle Tom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or she completely sees him as a white devil with a candlestick dick. Okay, I'm mean, like yeah. straight up. Yeah. 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 Nicole's okay. like, what? Gonna, what are you talking about? Those little little dicks you call little itty bitty white like, candles. Show sure enough, so fucked up. Well, well, and, a, and, and, and I see I'm it a, that way. Like she could, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And Eddie's like, "She's completely out of her fucking mind." And uh, no, she can't be a white woman. They're not going to do that. They better not. I hope not. Uh, she, and she has to be Sasha from The Walking Dead or uh, Ruth Nega from Preacher. That's my that's my casting. Uh, okay. Um, I either want to. Go ahead, Jer- uh, J Mac. Oh, I'm ahead, sorry, man. I, I don't want to. No, no. I'm actually. No, I'm you know, I'm with you guys totally on on keeping Susanna Odetta, Odetta Holmes, whatever. I, keeping her as she was in the books, but I'm also interested since we. Have a confirmation on the TV show. Yeah. It's going to be. It's, it's probably. Gonna, it's probably going to be Wizarding Glass. How, how are they yes. going to portray Susanna? Uh, Susanna um, Delgado. Delgado. I mean, she, is she going to be white or is she going to be black? That's I think true. that I mean, doesn't matter. She's white. That's it. I mean, she's white. They cast. But I'm, her. I'm interested in that because you know I want them to have the, the balls to keep things. Uh, well, keep keep the way wherever they want to to change because King is obviously down for it. Um, and oh, so he's, yeah. he's, he's going to back anything. He's, he's, as long as it's something that he believes in, he's going to back it. So I'm, I'm interested if they're going to falter towards a Hollywood perspective or they're going to falter towards more a Stephen King perspective, which I'm down with Stephen King, not too much with Hollywood. Well, here's the so, thing. If they keep her white, does that give them yeah. more yeah. of a reason to do what they do to her? Uh, that don't really bother. Uh, that don't, bo- that don't really yeah. bother me if they. It's a do good that. point, like, though. But yeah. I know, I yeah. know. But you have to. That kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about. Um, so, Eddie Dean is black. Then that's. I mean, you have to. You have to fucking like. If you're gonna go there, you got to mix it up. No, it's got to be Aaron at, Paul. He's got to look at Roland. Well, Aaron Paul is 40 years old. I don't give a shit. He's 21. Yeah, I don't give a shit either. He, 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 yeah. he, 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 James Franco? They, he doesn't look 40 years old. For me, J, for me, Eddie was always Ray Liotta. So, I mean, they, they Yeah, can do but Ray Liotta is 70. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's back to the, when I listened to the episode. When I listened to the first, uh, the second book. Back when I was 17. 
So back right. then, when I was seventeen, fucking Ray Liotta was like good, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, Ray Liotta. Oh yeah, you watch Goodfellas. That's, that's what I'm saying. Out. Ray Liotta from Goodfellas yeah. is that. That's fucking Eddie Dean to me. So it'll always be that. Yeah. But it's not going to be Ray Liotta. No, he might, but that's, he might be that's, Callahan at that point. Yeah, right. No, it won't be Callahan. No, <laughs> I'll shut I, my mouth from now on. Right. No, 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 no. That's fine. I, I understand. Like I picked I, fucking I Clint it. Eastwood as the gunslinger. No, well, well Jake, but, but Jake, Jake sees a picture of like you know Clint Eastwood on the on that marquee, and he's like, it's close, yeah. but it's not there. Right. So I mean, I get I, I get the Clint Eastwood. You know, I get that, but like you know, for you know, for me and Slay guys, we're talking about you know Scott Glenn being fucking rolling. Yeah, I mean, and, was, and Scott Glenn is pretty old at this point. So I mean, yeah, he's oh, like two hundred. You know, but it's also interesting because after guns, after after the gunslinger, you know, there are what 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 is it like a hundred years or something like that? What it feels like when it passed by till you know the yeah. the drawing of the three. So he is old at this point. He's pretty old. So you know, it could work. Something like that could work. If you it did was, it right, I just fucking his fucking goatee. Yeah, Scott, I mean, Scott Glenn is was born die? in 1939, so I don't think he could do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could play, movie, you know, movie court. movie magic, movie magic brothers. Yeah. All right. So, but, you know, I've told you my casting for court though, and the TV series has to be uh, Vince D'Onofrio. Yes. All right. Sure. Yes. All right. Scarred up, fucked up, with like an eye patch, kingpin. Mm. Right. If, if, he's, if Dennis, if Dennis Hopper was still alive, I get Dennis Hopper to play court. Oh, that's great. No, I get you. But uh, Vince D'Onofrio is a big kind of. He's got the gut, but he's a he's a he's a fucking imposing guy. Oh and yeah. Court had the gut. He was like, "Yeah, I'll fuck, you, I'll, I'll bust you up." I can just hear him saying, "Come at me, you maggot." You can hear him say it perfectly. Yeah. All right. So it's a fi- it was a fine weapon, boy. This this kind of leads boy. me. Into my next question, um, mm. and it's a two-part question, so we're going to start with the first one. The way Roland is depicted between book and film, does Roland's appearance change each time he quests for the tower? So is Doctor Who. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who the hell is that? That was me. But I will just say this. No, I do not think so. Then how do you um, explain the change between the book and the film? Well, the film. Uh, the, here's how I explain this: the I director, the director, the director, straight up said it must be Idris Elba. He agreed. He made he made a choice, and that he was did a great job. And that's that. Yeah. Well, see, here's, Idris Elba nailed it. Here's my thing. This is what I'm looking at. Every time, every time it's different, right? Because we see Jeremy, uh, Mr. Lloyd, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I'm sorry, man. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I just, I'm just checking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jer- I'm sorry. Let, let me let me throw something out. Every okay. time it's different, and that's what he hears, right? Mayhap different this time. Oh, so, what's the sure. one thing that he laments over and over and over and over and over throughout the entire series? What's the one thing he wishes he had done? He had his horn. And what does he have in the movie? A lot of things. He's got the horn. He's got the, horn. Got the fucking horn. He got the horn. Yeah. So, does is that the only change that happened this time? 
Or is this different? Like, is he going to go through? Because he's a completely no. different person in this. He's got a I've, total revenge boner. He wants nothing to do with the tower. All he wants to do is kill Matthew McConaughey. I don't feel everything. like any, I don't. I don't feel like it's ever one certain thing either. I mean, he wants to change yeah. a lot of things. So everything changed. Everything yeah. changed. Even 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 Matthew McConaughey as the Man in Black has a flashback and goes. Oh, one more Jake, turn upon the Jake wheel. Cham- Jake Chambers, yes, but he, but, but 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 like he almost forgets because if you read the stand, right, Flag does forget, and he and he, and he gets killed, and he wakes up. He's Richard he's Faraday. Like, oh, he's Richard Faraday, or he's Richard Fannin, or he's the good man, the good man, or the dark man. He's always the he's dark not man. the good man though. He's not John Farson. Oh, you don't sorry. think so? You don't think so, huh? No, he can be. He can be whoever he, he wants to be, man. Well, no, he works f- with him. Like he's yeah, working tell me, with. Yeah, him. yeah. Walter does, but like, tell me who you think the good man is. He's just we a never guy. Get he's just a guy that you know he elevates. Kind of think about uh, the stand. What yeah. does he do with? Uh, oh, what the fuck? The fucking guy he gets out of jail. I'm totally blanking on his name. Uh, Lloyd Henry. Lloyd, Lloyd yeah. Henry. He makes Lloyd smarter and, and like a more coherent leader. Like Lloyd yeah. is a second banana to some crazy dipshit in that, you know, in that entire story up until he meets Randall Flagg. So yeah, I think, what, it, what, it, what it comes down to is that he's a virus and he infects. So, so that old bugger tried to shoot me. He can be whatever. He, he can be whatever. In my opinion, Mr. Lloyd, how about how about your thoughts on this? Because uh, I'm, I'm curious um, to know what you think. On what on what part? Um, <laughs> does Roland change every t- every iteration? Is he is he a different person? Like the goal is the same, like, but he's like a flag. different person. His flag is a different face, right? Every time. So. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's possible. I mean, I, I think it make obviously we know that flag changes, um, but I I've always I've always thought you know flag changing was just part of part of what makes flag flag. I never really thought that it had something to do with the tower exactly. I Agreed. just always thought that Agreed. was that was just part of what makes flag flag. Um, uh, in terms of Roland, I mean, you know, you only thing we know is that he's ageless. You know, there's nothing that's ever really, you know, stood out to me that anything physically changes with him. I just, they just say that he's ageless. So, I mean, eh, I, I don't think so. But, I mean, you know, obviously he's changed in the movie, but. <laughs> no, and that's fair. Like, that's a completely fair and accurate, you know, like. That's what you got out of it. Like, there's yeah. no wrong answer to this. Like, this is just a, a purely opinion-based question. But it does lead into this next one that yeah. I thought of. Um, oh, hey, Flashy? Uh, yes. Can I, can, I, can I add one thing? Absolutely. <laughs> I I don't think that um, the, 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 the Doctor Who thing is pretty cool. Um, I feel like, from, uh, like the next, when the next movie comes out, I, think, I feel like the only thing that's going to change on him him as a character is probably his like just the way the, the stuff that he's wearing, the clothes. Right, but okay. he hasn't he hasn't got to the tower yet. Exactly. That's what I'm talking like, about. Yeah. Okay. So again, that well, leads that leads me. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, here let me let me throw this out there. Look, I, I know 
we know that Clint Eastwood was his inspiration for Roland. You know, I know that he gets his physical appearance gets described in the books. But how many people? Uh, you can talk to any fan that read the books; they're going to tell you Roland looks different. So, right, you know, we could sit here, you know, and talk about that, you know, all day long. But I, I think it's strictly interpretive. So, you know, I mean, I, I've heard people say now that when they read, go back and read the books, they may see Adrius Elba as Roland, you know. So I, I think it's strictly interpretive, even if it's he's described in the book looking a certain way. Uh, I've talked to many fans that they all have a different appearance, what yeah. they think Roland looks like. I, so I agree. I, agree. I mean, even Stephen yeah. King himself said, I don't, you know, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what any of my characters look like. I mean... The perfect example yeah, for this. He's, he's very, um, he's very. I don't. Well, I perfect, don't know if that's totally true. But. Perfect example for this. Uh, you guys seen Dreamcatcher? Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you read the book? Uh, yes. Mm, yeah. No. All right. When Long he is ago, yeah. when he is describing uh, Colonel Kurtz, when he is describing him, he says, yeah. you know, yeah. like they ha- they're talking about like the way they have like the, uh, for lack of a better word, internment camp set up for all the quarantine. With sure. all the lights and everything, they're saying it's a movie set. And he's like, oh, if this was a movie set, you know, Kurtz would be played by um, James Woods or Christopher Walken. And in the movie, he's fucking Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman with those fucked up eyebrows. Yeah, with the white eyebrow. Well, he was supposed to have white eyelashes, but I guess that was a little too tough to pull off and people wouldn't really see it. But, but yeah, like, that's the thing, like... This is how he, at, they're all at home watching Friends. He, Remember that? This is, this is how he exp- he describes this character, and that it ends up being something completely different. So I think the the whole interpretation uh, line of reasoning is com- is a hundred percent valid. Yeah, I agree. But it did it did lead me to think of this question. Okay. So this is a little bit of a long one. It's got a couple of different parts, so bear with me. Oh, for a Patrick, you fucking really well thought this out. I'm very proud of you right now. Dude, you have no idea how long I've been waiting to do a fucking Roland episode. Uh, this is wonderful. Why, You're awesome. You're why awesome. did Roland have such a revenge boner? It's totally different from the books. Do you think that yes. each time the Wheel of Ka turns, he takes on a different path to become who he is? Uh, he oh. take, no, he takes he takes a different path because he is a different version of Roland. The same way that deep down the Man in Black is a different version uh, each time. Uh, you know, Randall Flagg, Richard Fannin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Russell Faraday, but they're essentially yeah. the same character, but inside a different vessel. Like Roland and Flagg are two sides of the same coin. They're order and chaos. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're amazing. It's an amazing question. <laughs> Holy shit! Blowing my mind right now. So what do you guys think? Let's let's do this a little more orderly. Let's go. Uh, let's let's go, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd. You go first on this one. Yeah, Lloyd is the uh, the voice of reason here. <laughs> the voice of reason. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are definitely the voice of reason. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you the cookie has kicked in. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Go ahead, Jeremy. You are amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm kind of torn on this because, you know, uh, and I, I, are we talking spoilers with the movie? I don't want to spoil anything if we're not Spoil spoilers. fucking... I mean, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Disclaimer. N- Nicole? We have to, we have to go ahead, freely, go ahead. That's the way it's going to go. I don't well, think Wolfie's cool. even paying attention. <laughs> They'll forget. Yeah, go ahead, go well, ahead. 
According to the books, uh, whenever the cycle starts over, he always starts off in the desert chasing the man in black again. So, you know, in the movie, they kind of twist that a little bit because we get to see Stephen DeShane be killed by Walter, which is something that really hasn't been confirmed or, you know, touched on. I don't even think in the comics yet. I'm behind on the comics, but... No, it never was touched. It's, it's no. never never touched on. You just so, know that he dies. So that's, he just died, yeah. So that's where I get a little torn because, you know, in the in the cycle, in terms of the books, you know, we, we don't know what happened to Stephen DeShane, and he always starts off in the desert. Um, there's, you know, there's never been any mention of his father being killed by Walter and him being vengeful towards Walter. So it's just kind of like a new a new twist on it, and... To be honest, I don't I don't really know how to take that. You know, it, it is kind of confusing because, you know, if we're going by the books, you know, how the cycle starts every time. That event that they show in the movie would have took place before he's in the desert, you right. know. Yeah. So, yeah, good point. That good it point. seems like that takes place right after Jericho Hill, which doesn't yeah. make sense. That's what, that's what I thought too. It doesn't make sense cuz he was a teenager when that happened. Exactly, it's Gutenberg and Lands and everything. That's yeah. why I'm saying, like maybe every time it's it's different, but you know, in the book, it's tower, 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 tower. No matter what, like you know, what does Jake tell him? Go then. There are other worlds than these, and like you know, like it's all in pursuit of the tower. Like in this one, he's like, I don't give a shit about the tower. Tower's coming down anyways. I just want to kill I'm, Randall I'm, Flag. I'm wondering if other worlds could also be interpreted as other lives than these as well. Yeah, that's fair. He, he lives other lives as well. We would assume he lives a different life every time he reaches the top of the tower. So, now, Mr. Lloyd, well, did you have anything else to add to that? Well, I we mean, also in terms of the movie compared to the books, the, the tower and Roland have a different relationship in the movie compared to the books. Yes. In the movie, it's, it's discussed that, well, the gunslingers are the protectors of the Dark Tower. That's not yeah. how it is in the books. Right. So... He was he he abandoned the tower in the movie, but for different reasons uh, than in the books. And it, it, the whole thing's kind of nineteen, you know. It's yeah. it, it, it's all flipped around in the movie. So <laughs> even after seeing it three times, I'm still trying to process everything. I'm trying to connect the dots to figure out, you know, what they're going for here and try to make sense of it all. And, and- <laughs> The breakers aren't going after beams. They're like shooting laser blasts at the tower yeah. itself. Like, yeah, I was confused at that because that first shot looked like they took down the tower. Like, well, not yeah. anymore because Roland killed all the breakers. But <laughs> right, but that was a nightmare. That was a nightmare. Remember, Jake was having in the beginning of the film. So, uh, J Mac, what what did what do you think of that question? What was the question? No, well, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> it's a really great question. This is a question I've, I've always kind of simplified after listening to the books. Like, he just restarts over. He forgets everything. He Well, he slowly forgets everything he learned. And he lived through the past seven books. I don't know, man. This is... This is some fucking, it's some beep shit. <laughs> some scatter really shit. Your shit. brain just exploded. The whole head just went. Yeah, but I, I, it's it's very deep. I mean, you know, I have like like Jeremy Lloyd said, I I have 
I have some. I don't. I wouldn't say they're problems with the movie. They're 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 more questions than anything else. But mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because you don't really know. How, even after like all these years, after listening to all these books, you know, four times now since I was seventeen, I still don't really know. I mean, I, I hope, mm-hmm. but I mean, hope is kind of a it's kind of a. A wet noodle, sort of, I guess you could say, in uh, the Dark Tower, but I don't really know, man. I mean, I, I would, I would hope so, but I mean, all right. Roland, Roland is is in his own hell, man. I mean, it's it's. it's I agree with that. It's it's hard to it's really hard to simplify it and and bring it down to um, something simple like that, but I mean, it's. He's a very complicated. He's, it's very many layers to that character, and it's hard to really kind of, kind of force myself to say the words that I want to say because it's difficult. How about uh, this is Slay Guy? You must be bursting at the seams to say something. <laughs> so, so what was the question exactly again? So I just want to make sure that I get this correctly. All right. Why does Roland right, yeah. have such a revenge boner? Because that's totally different from the oh, book. Because. Think, oh, I was going to say, okay. do you think each time the okay. wheel of Ka turns, blah, 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 that they're two sides of the same coin, him and him and Flag? All right. Here's the thing. Uh, so with the books, you get this deal where, you know, the man in black reveals to Roland in the original. I, I don't even know if it's in the revised, but in the original version, which is the one I fucking just, like, love, and just I just pawn over that. Uh, straight up, he, he, he's basically, you know, he says, I'm one of the minions of the tower. On, like, the 10th level, or whatever he says to him. Now, remember, he mixes his lies and the truth, straight up. He does. And, and, he, had, and he has fun with this. You know, uh, there was a theory going around, and I actually, like, you know, believe this. That him and Roland were like in that first book at the end, you know, with the palaver and the whole the whole conversation and the the acid trip he basically took across the universe. Um, I believe that you know they were they were in the tower. He took them to the tower, ah. but but Roland doesn't realize this. Roland, you know, he's simple and he, you know, his father said you 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 were not with imagination. You just you go for yep. yes, you go for you, you know you just see the logic in something and you fucking go for that. Um, and the, the the sort of hidden joke is that they were the in the tower the whole time, you know, with that first book. Um, if you go with the last book and the door you know appears and he has the horn of eld. This is a different cycle, the final cycle, as they say. Um, yeah, he might have come out with that and been like, remembered what that character did to him and to everything he ever loved. But and at the he, same, he at, was a, go ahead. At the, at the same time, it's like he his memories fade after that cycle yeah. has re, redone. Yeah, so but, like, but 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 I feel that he remembers some things. I think some some things have to linger because he he always hints at that stuff. Now, well, he, uh, 
the Man in Black is a minion of the Tower, but I believe that Roland is also a minion of the Tower. Okay, yeah. and so there's this constant, you know, this this sort of and and, and the Man in Black. You know, if you want to go with Flag, Flag does forget. He remembers in a haze, but he does forget when he's reborn or recast starts over or whatever in the same way that Roland does it slowly comes back to him maybe a little further maybe a little more than Roland remembers because you know Walter is a sorcerer uh, Randall Flagg is a sorcerer that's what he is <clears throat> so there's this level it, it's so deep on so many levels that if we if, you could just peel this layer away like forever and, we, and guys, if we were all sitting in a bar right now, <laughs> we would be fucking <laughs> breaking this shit down. Like, but no, it's like this, and and you'd be like, yeah, you're right, but what about this, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. why this is hard, hard to make into a film <laughs> because the average human being cannot grasp the as as uh, the man in black told him uh, in the original Gunslinger told him, you know, we cannot grasp the infinite, right? Because it's yeah. like the darkness of space, and once we get to there, I can't tell my, my son what's beyond that. I'm like, I don't know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because size defe- defe- uh, defeats us completely. Like, size of everything, the, the infinite, all of that, as we go further and further and further into that, yeah, because um, once you get to a certain point, you know you can't wrap your head around it anymore. You cannot. Well, let, you can't. Okay. Let me uh, let me throw this at you guys because after seeing the movie three times, um, yeah, I yeah. would I would ask this question because I I honestly have come to the conclusion that I think Walter uh, Flag um, knew who Jake Chambers was, or he had rec- he re- recollections of him. Because every time Jake Chambers is mentioned, there's a look on his face, you know, yes. that, he, that he remembers yes. Jake Chambers. Yes! Well, that makes total sense. It really does. I because it's all about It's all about torturing Roland, I mean, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes, Listen, that makes guys, a lot of sense. The, the scene in the gun shop, uh, you know, when finally Jake is kidnapped and, and that whole thing... <clears throat> You know, people want to shit. On the, they don't want to shit, but they, they basically are like Master McConaughey or nothing. There were moments in that film, especially in that gunshot scene, where Roland is ignoring him. He's trying to ignore him and block him out and go, face me. You know, he's like, fuck you. And he's having fun just completely torturing. You know, torturing him. Uh, it's a great he, scene. Yeah. And did uh, anybody else notice he was fucking holding Black 13 while he did it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Black 13, I did. brother. And, and I was like, holy shit. He's got, he's got all the, the globes. He's got the rainbow spectrum. Yeah, he had the, a bunch uh, of them. Yeah, he had them all. Glass. And he's like, yeah, you're, you, you know, you can't do anything. Like everybody, you just walk with eyes and like, that's all culminates in that scene. And Roland is trying to ignore him, but he can't because he's right in his face. Yeah. And, but he knows it's fake. Yeah. 
it's, it's very powerful. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, we're going to talk about this film. So here's what holds this mess of this movie together for me. The scene where he, Jake comes back and he, and he goes to his home and his stepfather is dead. His mother is ashes. Okay. Char you tree. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie tree. <laughs> Straight up draws a happy face in his mother's. A- I don't know if you guys even got this. But yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah you, got you got it. That's the remains of his mother. Yeah, and you guys, and you guys like, had some interesting thoughts on that on uh, yeah. on uh, Jeremy's podcast, the uh, Dark Tower Radio. Uh, why don't you let the folks in on uh, the conclusions you two guys came up to up with? Uh, with with what exactly? What the uh, yeah. smiley face represents? Oh, um, well, there was there was yeah, two arguments I've heard. Uh, I I immediately thought Mister Mercedes. Um, but then I think it was Slagoth mentioned, you know, that Flag always has the button on his pin on his denim jacket. You know, the smiley face. It's quite one of his calling cards. So. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Uh, I know the Mr. Mercedes thing was out there, but it could be just because that's, uh, you know, a popular one right now. So a lot of people recognize that with Mr. Mercedes. But I think it works on yeah. both levels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a Flag signature. And it was really gross and and terrifying. And I, I, you know, I saw it last night again. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, you motherfucker! It just shows you how dark he is. Yeah, he's evil. He's he's fucking evil. He's like, and he hates humans, and he fucks with them. And you know, oh my god! Like that scene when he when he when Jake is crying and he's like, he killed my mother. And Roland hugs him and embraces him and says, I know. And he can't help him. He can't do anything about that. But he's like, let's get the fuck out of here. And he grabs him and picks him up, embraces him like a son or like a child that is lost. Yeah. And get, and takes him out of the Because he knows I, how I it feels. Cried. I almost cried last night when I saw it the second time. It really... I'm like, this saves this entire mess of a movie for me. All right. Well, we've got a couple more things. <laughs> that was what that was. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, it's okay. Uh, we've got a couple more things to get to because we're going to try to uh, start to kind of wind this down a little bit because I know it's yeah. starting to get late for us folks over <laughs> on the East Coast. Right, yes, yes. East so Coast. I just have and two East more. East Texas. Yeah, East Texas. Uh, I, yeah. just, I just Our- have two more things. Um. I want to just go around and ask uh, each of you guys uh, your best and least uh, favorite book in the seven book series. So, Mr. Right, Lloyd, right. we'll start with you. Leave me last. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, my my best book, my favorite book is um, The Wastelands. Uh, mm. It's always been my favorite. Um, my least favorite book, and this always starts a dumpster fire every time I say this, is, uh, is The Drawing of the Three. Uh, Ooh, wow. I know that's not a popular opinion. I know. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. No, I just say interesting. I love it. 
Let's uh, well, well, let me explain it. Um, yeah. So I read The Gunslinger. I read these books back to back to back, you know, because I am young enough, you know, that they were all out when I started reading them. Uh, How old I, are you? How old are you, goddammit? <laughs> I'm 34. So Oh, you're okay. not that young. Right. You're not that young. <laughs> you're only two I'm years younger. younger than I am. I'm younger <laughs> than you. Younger than me, man. but goddammit, go for it. That's great. I'm okay. thinking you're like right, late I'm 20s. Sorry. <laughs> I do get so that a young, lot. He's a young man. Uh, retarded. So, so basically. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mister Lloyd. Uh, I'm sorry, um, sure, forgive me. So, I read The Gunslinger, fell in love with it, uh, mostly because I fell in love with Roland's world and just the whole Western sci-fi, all this stuff, and. Um, when I got the drawing of the three, I loved the opening of it, you know, the lobstrosities, all that stuff. And I was even intrigued with the doors. Um, and then when Roland goes into the doors and he's in our world, you know, quotations, you know, he's in, you know, a version of our world uh, with Eddie Dean. And then, our you minds. know, with, with yeah, Um it just always took me out of it at first, and it was a real bummer for me. And I actually struggled to get through that book when I first read it, because uh, I just I just wanted to stay in Roland's world. I wanted to explore that world. That's what I fell in love with when I first started reading the series. So that book kind of it, it almost took me out of the series um, when I first Amaz- read it. Um, amazing. I've learned to love it more, you know. Uh, but it is one that I, I, you know, I, it's just, it's just not my, not, it's, it's my least favorite because of what it represents when I first read the series, you know, that, that's kind of how I categorize it. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people, I know they like to say Song of Susanna, but, you know, Wolves of the Collis, Song of Susanna, Dark Tower, those three books, I always lump them together into one book because it just feels like one whole book big book story whereas the other books they always seem to have a common theme you know with each book or like a part of the journey um the last three books always felt like just the bookend to the series you know it's i always have trouble uh remembering certain parts if it was from wolves of the collar or song of Susanna or the dark tower you know in those last three books so um i know it's kind of a long answer but Wastelands is my favorite because it's just got so much great stuff in it. So many great characters. Um, I love the ending. Um, it just, I just love everything about that book. Um, that's great. Okay. Um, uh, Jamie, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I'm in a second. Um, Wastelands for sure. Wastelands is my favorite. Uh, it's really uh, where, it's really where, yeah. That's the uh, the 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 journey begins. The epic journey begins. The, I guess you would say the Lord of the Rings, quote unquote, journey begins, and that's where you get you know Shadok, the bear. And you get all that. You get Blaine. You get everything in that, and you get you know Gasher. It's 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 really epic. That story. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, there are things you always remember. I always remember you know, uh, Ga- you know Gasher saying you. And I hear you know Roland saying me. And I hear that shit, and it's, it, it gives me chills. I love that. Yeah! I love, I love that story. 
it, it, it's incredible. And I, I love the TikTok man, and uh, I, I love you know I love all that stuff. It's it's incredible. It re- you really feel the wheels they walk in that in, in that book. You really feel it big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wouldn't say it's my my least favorite, but the one that I don't go back to very often is probably uh, seven. Uh, because seven is so depressing. It is. Um, I don't go back to it very often, so <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I just revisited it. Just, literally, just like uh, I just finished it today again for the fourth time, and I, I realized why I don't go back to it very often because it's a very sad book. And there's some happiness in there. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, for the most part, it is sad. Um, and King really pulls the heartstrings because I I cried at least three times. Yeah. Uh, over 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 the last three days after you know listening to it, and uh, I cry every time listening to that book because it's a, it's a brutal book, um, and um, you know they, w- once that happens to you, you really know what these books have meant to you and what they what they can do to you. What you you really believe, you really feel like you're part of this God said. So I mean, I mean, for me, got to be seven, my least favorite. It's only and it's not even because it's a bad book. It's a great book. Don't get me wrong, but it's just a such a sad fucking book. Sad. <laughs> All right, this is the end. Flaga. My only friend, <laughs> the end. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. You know, I would say that my favorite is the wasteland. Wastelands. Um. It, it literally just blew the fucking doors open, finally, to that world. Because the first book has to... The first book, I always tell everyone, look, this is The Hobbit to The Lord of the Rings. You have to read it. You know, you have to... You know, once you get to the end, you, you, you'll feel it. You know, you'll, you'll understand. The second book is a Martin Scorsese... Uh, fantasy uh, horror fucking movie. Yes, I agree. Totally. All right. I mean, it's straight up like Scorsese yeah. could have directed that, you know, that movie. But the wasteland just just blows the doors open and just says, "This is this is uh, they they this was like a a point in the art. I guess the art book of the uh, the film." That they talked about it. They were going to start it with Shardek, the bear, the whole thing. Yeah. And the studios got scared, right? And they were like, "No, we can't." I would have. I think that would have worked because they had worked their way backwards as far as the characters, who they were at that point. But we want to love them first, right? Yeah. And when you get to book three, you love every character. You love Susanna. You love Eddie Dean. You love him in those in that mm-hmm. book, and you love Jake, and you love uh, Roland even because you feel sorry for him. He's going through this like sort of paradox or whatever you know mm-hmm. is going on. Mind splitting. Uh, yes, and 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 then the the town respects him, right? They get to that town and they respect him. And yeah. Then this motherfucker named Gasher. Yeah. Takes our boy, our boy. He's our boy. He's our son, and we love Jake. He went through hell, right, yeah. to be with these people, and then he gets taken, and it becomes it really becomes uh, taken, starring Roland Deschamps. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's and you know like that would have been like a really amazing first film. Uh, and 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 I've had arguments with people, and they they don't agree with me, or whatever. But Wastelands is my number one. My least favorite, I I guess, would be uh, Song of Susanna. But I love that book too. So I I don't have a least favorite. It all makes sense. It all culminates. And Stephen King himself have said has said if we make the film. You cannot ever use my me as a character. He's like, he he, he straight up said that. Don't ever use me. Uh, that was a personal thing for him. And when I was reading that, I understood it because he almost died. Yes. Right. Yeah. He actually did, he actually did die. You know, for a moment. You know, and. Um, I, I don't have I don't have like a not I, I, it's all one story to me guys and uh, that's how I feel about that it's very personal it's very extreme for me so yeah that's fair um, yeah you get it so agree for me for me I, I, I do I do Please. love the uh, the wastelands but my favorite uh, is one that nobody mentioned uh, wolves of the Cala is my favorite story. yeah come on mm. get out um, fuck with that I love that, that one my least favorite. And I will only read the first portion of it because usually once I get to this point, I have to stop, take a break, and read the stand. Uh, Wizard and Glass. Uh, I That's skip. Really great. I skip the entire Susan Delgado story. I, oh, I just. Wow. I, I, oh, wow. I will say though, I I read the part where like they have the standoff at at the saloon because I fucking love that. Yes. And then I'll skip the rest of it. <laughs> Where Cuthbert fucking takes that guy out with his fucking uh, with a slingshot, his, and then Roland yeah, puts he, the knife up to uh, Jonas. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't fuck. But I skip the rest of that. Like I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about the Mia stuff. Like I just I yeah. don't care about Mia. Oh boy, I get it. But I will Tell say us how you really feel, brother. Listen for me. For me, Wizard of Glass is the greatest like romance novel ever written. And it's all Shakespeare, and it's all fucking... Yeah, I, you it's know, it's I was good. That, I enjoyed I was that, it the I was first that time. Age and I had my, my heart broken the whole thing at that age. Too young to fall in love Molly Crew. Right up. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. The first time I read it, I thought it was very vital to the story. Gives you a lot of good uh, background. A lot of fuck. But after that, I was like, meh. You know, not a not a well, huge fan. I, <laughs> I, I will say uh, I've heard a lot of people uh, complain about Wizard and Glass because you know you read Wastelands, it has that cliffhanger ending. You go into oh, yeah. Wizard and Glass, and it's like you get started, and it's like, oh wait, we're gonna do a backstory now. Let me tell you so. the story about my summer love. It fucking turns into Greece. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Why did you have to put that in my head? <laughs> God damn it, Patrick. All right, so I think that's going <laughs> to pretty much wrap up the discussion. Uh, I just have one thing. Um, now, uh, J-Mac and, and, and Slagoth, you guys are both big fans of uh, El Goro. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. love that, man. In my, uh, my Facebook feed today, it was like, hey, do you remember uh, this from last Jeremy year? Jeremy Lloyd, uh, Talk Without Rhythm. 
Yeah, Talk mm. Without Rhythm okay. podcast. Uh, okay. A year ago, I became a patron of El Goro's eight minutes after he posted. You know how he posts his his twerp asides that he does for his Patreon people? Yes, I, 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 I five bucks. I, I pay for it. I totally support him. Eight minutes after he posted the one a year ago today, it was him reading Child Roland to the Dark Tower yes. came. Eight minutes later, yep. I was a, patri- a patron. I was like, yeah, that yep. was when I, that's when I jumped on. That's amazing. Yeah, Mr. Lloyd, if you've never heard this man speak, uh, he's got one of the best radio voices you'll ever hear. And him I, reading. I, I actually listened to his Stand By Me and Sandlot episode recently, and it was oh, amazing. Yeah. So, Did it blow your mind or what? Now, just imagine that guy reading the poem in full, like the full 12 minutes of yeah, this poem. Yeah, he did. It's. Oh, he, that's awesome. Yeah. So, if he you're was not a patron of, himself, of El Goro. Too. He was like, well, I tried, but I'm like, dude, you fucking. <laughs> So if you're and not a patron humble. of El Goro, humble, this 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 will get you to be one, especially if you're a Dark Tower fan. So he, very cool. He, he can play the uh, TikTok man. He can play the TikTok man in Wastelands the movie. Yeah, I uh, can see that. Sure. Yeah, he could do it. So I want to. I, 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 we all want to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, but before we go completely. Uh, Mr. Lloyd, why don't you give us a little bit of background where we can find you? You know, as far as social media, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Um, you know, let it, yes. let let the folks know at home where they can where they can find you. Uh, you you can find me uh, on social media, Facebook and Twitter uh, through my podcast, which is Dark Tower Radio. Uh, just search Dark Tower Radio. Uh, it's a little podcast I started with uh, my two best friends here in Cincinnati. Um, we're all we were all tower junkies, um, and when I decided to start a podcast, I thought, you know, why not do a Dark Tower podcast? Because there aren't too many of them out there, and um, you know, I think there's a, a demand for it. I think that you know, being a tower junkie myself, you know, I knew the fan base is out there, so. I got them on board, and we uh, we started, and uh, it's it's been a fun fun project. Uh, we're still kind of noobs, you know, in terms of podcasting, but uh, our shows, you know, we we've been getting better at it. Uh, we've definitely progressed, uh, and we basically, um, you know, we're not we're not Stephen King experts by any means. Uh, our common denominator is we've all read the Dark Tower series. Uh, but we've read other Stephen King works and stuff, but not all the same. So some of the times, you know, we're experiencing things for the first time when we're doing an episode on a certain book or uh, a you know, movie or something like that. Um, so that's always really fun. And uh, like I said earlier, we we love to find connections to the tower uh, through uh, the other works of Stephen King and um we talk about movies, we talk about comics, TV adaptations, books, obviously, just anything's on the table in terms of Stephen King on our podcast. So, uh, so yeah, you can come check us out. We're, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, we've been popping up everywhere on the podcast subscribers. So, you know, just come over and find it however you find podcasts. Uh, just look for Dark Tower Radio and give us a listen. Yeah, I, I just listened to your episode 15 uh, with Slagoth. I thought you guys did a great job. Um, I was trying to not cover stuff that you guys covered. So, you know, <laughs> what, so that was that? Was that did I come across as an asshole or what? Slagoth, <laughs> you never come across as an asshole. I just want to make sure that I not ruin the man's show. No, no, no. Come on, brother. I love you. Everybody loves you. Come on. 
<laughs> All right, so Slagoth, why don't you tell the folks where they can uh, they can find you? <laughs> um, right now, curled up in oh my, my basement. Uh, oh. You can find me uh, uh, with my boy and my partner in crime, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy McFarlane, on uh, the uh, Cabal Corner podcast when we throw that up. And, uh, you know, find the group page. Join the group page, and you'll you know you always know when we dropped an episode. And on, uh, uh, I guess I'm I'm back on Twitter. It's at Slagoth, and uh, uh, on Facebook you can find me, Jeremy Slagoth. They wouldn't let me keep the Slagoth name; just be Slagoth. They're like, no, What's yeah, it's too creepy. Yeah, they fucking <laughs> they were fucking too creeped out. They were like, no, you can't do that. And they I'm were like, like right. look at this motherfucker. Pick yeah. a new name. <laughs> All right, Don't J-Mac. Just call me, me yeah. Slagoff. Like, yeah, everybody be on there. It's like, it's too creepy. It's like, oh, no, he's too creepy. All right, J-Mac, how about you, Face- buddy? Uh, well, like my, uh, my, my father and my brother said just now, uh, Cabal Corner, you guys on a group. Uh, uh, we have a, uh, we got a um, uh, Jeff, Jeff Barton, who edits our shows now, or puts music to yes. shit. Uh, Jeff he, is the man, by the way. He's, he is the man. Uh, set up. Uh, I think it's called Pippin. I think it's the, it's the the app he he uses, but he also adds it to iTunes. So I've heard that Pippin ain't easy. It ain't easy. <laughs> no, it's not for Cabal Chorus. Not fucking easy. Uh, but um, once we record a show, we, 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 we record shows whenever we feel like it, and whenever whenever it strikes us, Sounds whenever um, whenever God is you know. Gross. There will be water when God wheels it. We'll, That's so, it. Um, you know, whenever we put a podcast out, we got one out. Just came out with uh, with Nicole and Ashes. It's just it's out now. Um, I'm in the background feedback. of that a little bit. You're in the you're in the background <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, you ruined it. Uh, <laughs> That's what Corny would say. You know, um, kidding. Friday uh, we got a we got a big fucking two hour. It's about a two hour episode of, on uh, Dark Tower. Well, we fucking this uh, cream all about Dark Tower, and we have a great time. And as I talk over everyone, he does what not. I he refuse does. to believe that he does not. <laughs> um, we we love him. He's our, he's our den. We love him. He's he's the best. He's, he helps oh, us fucking do a show. He helps us in life and if and shit. Uh, but I got I got another, I got another show. Uh, Atomic Age Media. You can find us on uh, on Facebook. Atomic Age Media. And we got a uh, uh, Twitter. AAM Pod Great on show. Twitter and um, Tommy Gage Media at Tommy Gage Media Pod at gmail.com is our email, and we just talk about a movie, uh, an album, and a comic book. So that's, that's our shit. Well, speaking of uh, Cabal Corner, we did get a rolling voicemail from your uh, partner, Mr. Uh, Evil Corny. So, oh, shit! So, Woo! I think before we go, we should probably play the Evil Corny uh, email about Ro- uh, voicemail about Roland. So, uh, Wolfie, oh, wow. this is great. if you please. Hey, guys, this is Evil Corny. Oh, Ashes, man. Nicole, Wolfenstein, Patsy, and the Jeremy's. The um, <laughs> by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm at home by myself right now. All sad and stuff because my oh. podcasting partners are 
doing another podcast, and I'm at home. Oh. It's raining outside Party, here in Alabama. Just, just sad. Jesus you know? Christ. If your name was Jeremy, you'd be on the it's show. It's always good to be left out of things, but, you know, I'll try to be strong. Okay, I have a um, question. <laughs> I have a question about um, the Dark Tower that um, kind of bugged me. Um, it might be a controversial statement, but um, during a movie, no time during a movie, that Roland have a hat on. And I was uh, wondering what was up uh, yeah, with yeah. Roland not wearing a hat. Idris did not you want know, the hat. Look, he has a hat. He said no. Idris Elba didn't wear a hat. <laughs> I don't know if it was just to show, show off all those beautiful facial features and everything, but... Um, Bubba can ha- wear a hat and still be rolling, still be cool. Idris, Elba. So I just want to ask you all that question. And I'll be laughing too much today, Dolphin. You said inside voice. Y'all have a good one. Looking in the background. Who's squeezing a bottle or something? He's trying to relieve stress. I don't know, man. Uh, I th- I you feel know, like Corny's I, been listening to my show because that was one of my complaints. <laughs> when I first saw the first trailer. Was where's his hat? <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. Listen, one for sure. man, in the original artwork, there was a hat, then there wasn't a hat, then he had a hat, and then there wasn't a hat. It's it's it's, it's a really weird like thing within the Dark Tower. Listen, every iteration uh, comes through. Sometimes he's got a hat. Sometimes he doesn't have a hat. But he loses his hat in which book, guys? Come on, tell me. If I were to guess when he lost, well, I remember. I still remember because it's fucking whacked out. Dude. That's what I'm. That's my point is. He has a hat, and he's like, "Go fuck yourself." I don't have my hat. I don't have a hat. <laughs> Who <has> a hat? <laughs> oh, but yet Jesus. He's, yeah. So. All right, I think uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, and wrap things up. Right, uh, I, have to ask, I have to ask Johnny Wolfenstein, my man, what did you think of The Dark Tower? And if you haven't watched it, <laughs> do you give a fuck? I, <laughs> I have not watched that's it. That's the question. I have not watched it. Yeah, but do you right, give that's a fuck? Okay. Have you ever read it or read the comics or anything? No, it's... Uh, see... I was uh, big into Stephen King when I was a kid, and I read almost everything. And I think The Dark Tower might have come out after I stopped reading his stuff. I, I don't recall. I just it just or one was one of the ones that kind of slipped by my, um, you know, by by me. But yeah, I just I've never read any of them. I'm curious. I, I don't have time to read novels. Typical, typical Stephen King fan. Uh, <laughs> it's no joke. I'm not even trying to make fun. Uh, I, I would ask them, "Have you read The Dark Tower?" Well, no. Do you ever wonder what happened to Randall Flagg in the stand? And they were like, what? Who? Like, yeah, man, you got to visit our tower, bro. <laughs> Wait, he was in the stand? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the car- He's the guy. He's the walking he dude. he comes over to yeah. Earth. Yeah, he's the walking dude. He's That's the same character. and But he can change his face and his appearance and all these things. And he's timeless, So too. I hope at some point... Uh, Johnny, you check it out, man. It's fucking, it's it's so deep and so expanded and out of control. And I can't wait to hear what Mars has to say about it. He's like, fuck that, uh, you know. And I understand the hate as well. I really do. But I'm more forgiving than most people. That's true. 
you know. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, taking time out of your busy schedules to come join us tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. You guys dropped some serious knowledge on us. I uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, Mr. Lloyd, thank you. Uh, we appreciate oh. it. Hey, thanks for inviting me on. I had a good time. No, we wanted some uh, tower experts. Slagoth's like, hey, what about my buddy? <laughs> yeah. Slagoth's great. I love having him on the show. He brings a lot of energy and enthusiasm to the show for sure. That is yeah! maybe the truest statement. <laughs> 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 I don't know where you're oh, shit. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. You guys have yourselves a great night. Uh, I look forward to chatting with you again. I mean, we're going to be doing more Stephen King stuff. He's got so many characters to talk about. It's it's ridiculous. So Thank you for the invite. Right, I appreciate cool. it. Thank right. you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. That was a very exciting episode. That was so exciting. Thank you so much to to the three Jeremys yes, for joining thank us. thank you, thank you, thank Dropping you. Dropping some knowledge. It was a menage a Jeremy. Uh, uh, but... The one thing that we almost forgot to do, actually, I forgot to do, we're actually using magic to put this back. Nobody to, needs to know that. Yeah, Nobody needs to, to know no. our tricks. I am, yeah. I, am, I am taking full responsibility for forgetting to do a battle because uh, I was uh, not so good. So we are going to have a, uh, an interesting battle. This, this time, because we haven't done this yet... Uh, we're taking some villains, and we're we're matching up some villains. Um, we've got stop. What? I mean, I'm sorry. Are you just fucking forgetting everything today? Jesus Christ! Listen, this you're is like, your hey, fault and no, your fault. Why are you what? pointing? Why, at us? why is it my fault? Because I'm used to doing science facts and wine facts and murder. Yeah, but we still do the Nicole battle before. Files. We do the battle before, but and then we go into you the wrap threw up. Off my rhythm. No, we um, didn't. rhythm. We, did we got no rhythm. Yeah, exactly. I've seen you dance. You've Listen, got no rhythm. I have the mobility of a tree. Yes, you actually. Trees are better. Oh, yeah. Trees are better. They can at least that. sway a little bit. You I can just, like, sway. Stand. I will back that Ashes. train up. Speaking of the stand, that's how Patrick dances. Yep. <laughs> Ashes, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, three, three two, two, one. It's a motherfucking throwdown. See, Wee! that's how it's done. Bam. All right. On cue. Boom. So, anyways, the battle Bam. <laughs> we are going to be doing uh, a battle of villains. The the battle of villain sorcerers, uh, as you know from listening to the show, the main the main bad guy in uh, the Dark Tower is Randall Flagg or Walter O'Dim or Walter Paddock. There's a lot of different names for him. The Man in Black, we'll just call him, uh, not Will Smith, but a different Man in he Black. Comes Man in Black, and he is a sorcerer. So we are going to pit him against another evil sorcerer that you might be familiar with. It is he who shall not be named. That's right. Harry Potter's bestest buddy in the whole wide world, Voldemort. So the the, <gasps> the fight this week is the man in black versus Voldemort. So cast your votes. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll tally it up. And then we'll, uh, you know, unless we, we completely change things around again, we'll let you know who won next week. My Patronus is a shark. My Patronus uh, has a first name. It's S H R I K. Shark. I don't know how to spell shark. My Patronus has a. You're just fucking name. up now. You know, I don't know what's going on. Slagoth, like, like 
infected me with his energy. I had like two nips of whatever this, this is. This is okay. This is this is the issue. See, Patsy was drinking, and Patsy is a lightweight. I'm not a lightweight. You just, just can't handle your booze. Well, no, I'm certainly not a lightweight. Anyone who's met me in real life knows that. Yes, but um, you cannot handle I just your don't liquor. Drink all that often, and it's it's kind of throwing me off. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so Voldemort and. The man in black. So hit us up week. on the Facebook page. Check out the poll. Leave some comments. Let us know who you think is going to win in this epic wizard wand show. It's a wand measuring contest. <laughs> so I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> so we've, got some, we've got some stuff going on here. So, all right. So wait, uh, what are we? have coming yeah, up. what are we doing next week? Oh, do we want to know oh what's going on next Lord. week? Because we Oh, have, my God. You were just, just so, so out of bad. it. You were just I'm so, like... Jesus. He just, like... And I was... I wrote this down to talk about because this is... I'm very See, what happened is this. he just dark-towered all over himself, and now Ew. he just can't think yeah. straight. That That's exactly what happened. So, next week, we're going to have on a good friend of the show, good friend of the Grand Guignol Network, and super talented director, writer, and actor, Karando Mitsutaki. Woo-hoo! Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, some of the characters from his films, some of the characters that he has played himself, and uh, we're going get to uh, get to know Karando a little bit. So I'm very excited for that. This has been something that's been in the works for several weeks, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, as as most folks out there know, uh, I'm a big fan of Carando's work, and uh, he just released a new film that finally got got uh, a, a U.S. release called Karate Kill, and it's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, it's it's on Amazon. It was uh, available at Walmart as well. So go out and buy it, and then you can listen along and be like, "Yep, I know exactly what they're talking about." Then after you watch that. Hop on Netflix and check out Gunwoman because that's fucking amazing, and we're going to be talking about that as well. So, you know, do yourself a favor get get uh, as much of Carando's stuff into your system as you can, and uh, join the conversation next week. So, uh, I think that's it. I think is it is it time to say goodbye now? Yeah. Yes, I think, it's I think time it, to say we can say goodbye now. We will see, see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs>